Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend JFK Mensah, a seasoned Bible teacher with over 40 years of ministry experience. He is a pastor, a church planter, a missionary, and an international conference speaker. He is passionate about making Christ-like disciples worldwide. JFK Mensah is the General Overseer of Great Commission Church International. May you be transformed as you listen to the Word of God. Shall we have a word of prayer? Everlasting Father, we thank you for the scriptures you have given us. Our lives can never be the same again. We pray that as we plow through the Bible, your spirit will give us an understanding of what your heart is, that we may flow with you in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm talking on the theme, Abraham, blessed to be a blessing. And I've broken it into three blocks. The first one is the blessing of Abraham. The second block is the generational blessing of Abraham. And then the third and final block will be Abraham, blessed to be a blessing. The importance of the Bible lies in the fact that the things written in the Bible are for our learning. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 6 and verse 11, tell us that the things which happen to the people in the scriptures happen to them as examples and they are written so that we, upon whom the ends of the earth have come, will take notice and organize our lives accordingly. Yes. First Corinthians chapter 10 verses 6 and 11. Now these things occurred as examples to keep us from setting our hearts on evil things as they did. And 11 says, these things happened to them as examples and were written down as warnings for us on whom the fulfillment of the ages has come. The scriptures do not just present Abraham or Isaac, Paul, Peter as historical figures. They present these Bible characters, number one, as people who either pleased God or displeased God. And as a result, we will learn from their lives how to please God or displease God because we have the same God. He says in Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Malachi 3, 6, he says, I, the Lord, 
I change not. And Hebrews 9.14 says, the eternal spirit. So because the God of the Bible is the same, his dealings with human beings like us become a platform for knowing how he would deal with us if we behave as they did. Secondly, we have the same devil. The same Satan who tempted Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden is the same who tempted Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 4 and Luke 4. The same devil. First Peter 5, 8 says, your adversary, the devil, is going around like a roaring lion seeking whom to devour. Now, the third point you have to notice from these studies is that human nature is basically the same. God has not changed. Satan is the same. Human nature is also basically the same. So 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, No temptation has come upon you, but such as is common to man. God is faithful. Temptations are common to man. So, with these three in mind, when we, we come across any Bible character, we ought to stop and make investigation to find out how their life can impact us for good. And how we can be warned. Now, Abraham is critical in the scriptures. First of all, let's look at what is commonly called the blessing of Abraham. Abraham's father came from Ur of the Chaldees. And I want us to read the Genesis 11, 31 and 32 account. It's interesting to notice that his father set out to go to Canaan. But when he reached Haran, for some strange reason, he stopped. Yes. Genesis chapter 11, <laughs> verses 31 and 32. Terah took his son Abraham his grandson Lot, son of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, the wife of his son Abraham, and together they set out from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to Canaan. They set out to go to Canaan. Isn't it interesting? The father of Abraham had a strange conviction that he should go to Canaan. And when God finally calls Abraham to a land that he would arrive at, it was to Canaan. Yes. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. Terah lived two or five years and he died in Haran. So this is what we normally describe as a generational call. Because it is in the family. The call of God to be something, to do something, is basically easy to trace. Because God wanted your grandfather to do something, it passed on to your father and you. Many of us do not even take notice of it. But when God called Abraham, he said, get out of your nation, your country. Get out of your people. Get out of your father's house. 
to a land that I will show you. And this land was Canaan, where his father had set out to go to. Let's look at the promised blessing. We can partition it into seven. Number one, God said that he will give Abraham a land. Number two, God said he will, he will make Abraham a great nation. Number three, God said he will give Abraham a name. Number four, God said he will make Abraham a blessing. Number five, God said that he will bless those who bless Abraham. And he will curse those who curse Abraham. <clears throat> and God finished by saying that through Abraham, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. Now, this is what we commonly call the blessing of Abraham. It is repeated, and for the sake of the argument, I want us to quickly read the repetitions. Let's read the Genesis 15, verse 18. Genesis chapter 15, verse 18, first of all, it says, On that day the Lord made a covenant with Abraham and said, To your descendants I give this land, from the river of Egypt to the great river the Euphrates. Yes, that's the land. Then 18, read verse 17 to 19. You're now in chapter 18, verses 17 through to 19. Then the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am about to do? Abraham will surely become a great and powerful nation, and all nations on earth will be blessed through him. For I have chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just, so that the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised him. Notice that God tells Abraham that he will not hide anything from him because he has specially chosen Abraham so that Abraham can command his household and make it such that the blessing he has put on Abraham will pass through his descendants so that through him all the nations of the earth will be blessed. It is interesting to notice in Genesis that it is not only a book of beginnings, but it is the book where God sets the stage for our redemption from sin. Right from the time man fell in the Garden of Eden, God started a movement to get man out of sin. And in Genesis 3, 15, he promised the woman that the seed of the woman will crush the head of the serpent. But five great events of Genesis, the creation, the fall, the flood, the table of nations, and the tower of Babel did not bring the solution. So, you see that from chapter 12, he now singles out an individual. 
and put such a blessing on him that his blessing will be preserved and carried to a family. And that family will preserve the blessing and carry it to a nation, the nation of Israel. And that nation will preserve and carry that blessing until the Messiah, Jesus, comes. Through him, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. One man's life can affect the world. As you sit here now, your life alone can affect the whole world because through you, God can build a family. Through your family, God can build a nation. Through that nation, God can touch the ends of the earth. That's what he did in Abraham. If you are jealous of Abraham, then take it as your own challenge today. If you will be faithful to the Lord, it will surprise you what God can do with one person's life and touch the ends of the earth. Yes, chapter 22, verse 15 to 18. Genesis chapter 22, from verse 15 to 18. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. And as a son of the seashore, your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Now, Abraham was faithful to God. He obeyed God at age 75. He packed bag and baggage, left his country, left his father's house, left his people. He took along with him Lot. And his wife and all the goods they had gathered to a land he did not know. And consistent obedience. He obeyed God when God told him to be circumcised in Genesis 17. He was 86 years old. He circumcised Ishmael. He circumcised all the people in his house. Then the next obedience was when Isaac was born. And he had to throw out Ishmael. It was tough. But he did it. Then the next obedience is chapter 22. When God required him to sacrifice his son Isaac. He went ahead and did it. And God was so moved. That just as he had planned to sacrifice his son for the world. There was a human being. Who was prepared to sacrifice his only son for God? And he swore by himself that I swear by myself. In blessing, I'll bless you. In multiplying, I'll multiply your descendants like the, the stars of heaven and the sand on the seashore. And your seed, your descendants will possess the gates of their enemies. In your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. Because you have obeyed me. Now this brings us to the next block. Which is. Abraham. His blessing. Became a generational. Blessing. You know. 
it is interesting to look at many types of families like Abraham's in the Bible. Consider the blessing that God put upon the house of David. That the, the throne will be in his house forever. But the next generation, Solomon, he lost 10 tribes out of the 12. God can put a blessing on you. But your faithfulness and the way you order your house after you can determine how long that blessing can stay in the house. But Abraham was faithful. Abraham transferred this blessing successfully in the life and character of Isaac so that God renewed this covenant with him. Can you read that for us? Genesis 26. Let's read from verse 3 all the way to 6 if we can. Genesis chapter 26 from verse 3. Stay in this land for a while. Yes. And I'll be with you and will bless you. I will be with you and will bless you. This is Isaac, Abraham's son. For to you and your descendants I will give all this land. For to you and your descendants I will give all this land. I will confirm the oath I swore to your father Abraham. I will confirm the oath I swore to your father Abraham. I'll make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and will give them all these lands. Yes. And through your offspring... All nations on earth will be blessed. Notice, through your offspring, all nations of the earth will be blessed. Now, Isaac managed to preserve this covenant blessing and pass it on to Jacob. Let's read Genesis 28 from verse 13. Genesis chapter 28 from verse 13. Taking the readings from the New International Version of the Bible. There above it stood the Lord and said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham and the God of Isaac. I'll give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Verse 14 says, your descendants will be like the dust of the earth. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth. And you spread out to the west and to the east. They will spread to the west and to the east. To the north and to the south. North and south. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you. And your spring. You see, what I'm trying to point out is that the blessing of Abraham was not only for Abraham. God had in mind the ends of the earth, you and I. But it had to be passed generationally. And they were faithful. In fact, God told Moses at the burning bush that this is the name I want to be known forever. I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It means that a family can actually be such carriers of the glory of God that from generation to generation, God will swear by their name and be known by that name. Now, I think this subject demands a research personally. Why? Because to Aaron and his house, God gave the priesthood forever. To David and his house, God gave the kingship forever. To Abraham and his house, God said through them, all the nations of the earth will be blessed forever. And the list goes on. You can see that families like the army of Israel was controlled by one family. Joab, Abishai, Asahel. 
Look at the people who led Israel out of Egypt. Moses, Aaron, Miriam. From the same house, God is able to raise up people who are a blessing. People who carry a blessing to other people. Many times, our family life is hopeless because we don't see God in the family. The American and Western mentality has made us think of ourselves only as individuals. We believe that society and family, they they are there to serve us so that we can individualize ourselves. The African model is that I exist because you exist. The community exists so that your individual aspirations can serve the community and push us ahead. You need to think about it carefully. But the end of that blessing is Jesus Christ. Let's read Galatians chapter 3. Let's read verse 8, verse 16, verse 28 and 29. Galatians chapter 3, verse 8, verse of all. The scripture for Saul. Yes. That God would justify the Gentiles by faith and announce the gospel in advance to Abraham. All nations will be blessed through you. God announced the gospel in advance to Abraham and said, through you, all nations of the earth will be blessed. Yes. 13, 14, 13 and 14 now. Yes. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone who is hung on a tree. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. God, through Abraham, did what he planned. In Christ Jesus, Jesus became a curse for us. And he bought us out of the curse of the law. By becoming a curse for us. Because it is written, curse is anyone that hangs on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham should come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. And that we should receive the promise of the Holy Spirit through him. Now look at it. As you sit here now, you can read verse 16 quickly. And then 28 and 29. 16, the promises were spoken to Abraham. And to his seed. The scripture does not say and to seeds, meaning many people, but and to your seed, meaning one person who is Christ. Yes, the promise was to Abraham and to his seed, not seeds. And that seed was one man, Jesus Christ. 28 and 29. 28 29 say, There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free. Male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And that brings me to the final block. Abraham, blessed to be a blessing. Our theology these days, sadly, in the Ghanaian church, is God bless me. God bless me. But the biblical position 
is that you are blessed to be a blessing. You are blessed so that through you, other people can be blessed. So Abraham was faithful to God. He was blessed, but he preserved and carried the blessing. Passed the baton on from generation to generation. Today, you are blessed because of that blessing. And you carry the blessing of Abraham. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 and 4 say that. The God of all comfort comforts us so that we can comfort others. In Luke chapter 22, verse 31 and 32, Jesus said, Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you. When you are converted, strengthen your brethren. Jesus said in John 15, 16, you did not choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go forth and bear fruit that your fruit will abide. The end of the blessing of God is not you. God blesses you so that you can be a blessing to others. God comforts you so that you can comfort others. God restores you so that you can restore others. God works on you so that through you, he can touch other lives. May we as a people change our philosophy of life. Let's count that. Ephesians 4.28 said, let him that stole steal no more, but let him work with his hands so that he can have and give to the poor and needy. May our lives be characterized by people like Abraham who consider ourselves blessed so that we can be a blessing to others. Our Father and our God, we thank you for the faithfulness of Abraham, the obedience of faith that brought him to become father of many nations. This morning, as we stand in your presence, Our prayer is that your spirit will capture us. That we shall wake up to a new recognition. That we have been blessed to be a blessing to others. Just like our father Abraham. May you take us through this week. And let your spirit convince us. That every blessing we have is because you want others to be blessed. In Jesus name. Amen. Follow JFK Men's Ministries on Facebook and YouTube and invite others to listen to his podcast. You can also access some of JFK Men's books and keep up with his ministry at www.jfkmensministries.org. God bless you.